you got to see your true Primark, the Plague Burst Crawler. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 45 of Stat Check. This episode is called the 10th Commandments because we couldn't come up with any good news about 9th edition, so we're just jumping straight to 10th. Thank you everybody for being with us here for another episode of the waiting period between 9th and 10th where nothing of relevance has happened for 9th edition and we don't know enough about 10th edition to tell you anything interesting yet. Um, so at this point if you're here, you're here for us, which we love and we thank you for that. Um, like We really we appreciate that. But uh, if you're here for stunning indictments on the meta of 10th edition, we, we ain't got that yet, sorry. Soon, TM. Soon, TM. Three weeks. Three, soon three, enough. three to five weeks. No, don't do that. Uh, six weeks? Who no, knows? No, 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 no. Okay. The latest that this could possibly... Actually, I'm not even going to say that because I'm going to curse myself if I yep. do. Looking forward to the July August. release. <laughs> no, they said June. You, GW, GW can be delayed. And stores I'm, have started getting boxes. I'm looking forward to like a boat just Tokyo drifting into the Panama <laughs> Canal again. Does, I'm going to say right now, they probably already have July. everything at their distribution centers at this point. He said, desperately hoping. Yeah, praying. At any rate, thank you everybody for being with us this week again for the holding pattern between editions. We are going to be doing a little bit of a general chat about um what we've been up to we'll be doing the standard stuff about some of the new releases what we think looks cool what we think is interesting what we're worried about mostly what we're worried about uh, <laughs> uh, and then we'll be doing some general we'll be doing the stats for the last few for the last events from the last few weeks and a general meta discussion about ninth edition as we wrap up the edition we'll be doing our reviews of the state of ninth edition as it's been it's been ninth edition is all stat check has ever known um not individually but as, a, as an entity so we're definitely looking forward to having a bit of a look back and touching on that. So that'll fill out the last couple of weeks. So even when the events stop, we won't be stopping. Um, and we'll also hopefully have more news about our 10th the plans and all that cool stuff coming up soon. But without ado, let's go into it. Anthony, you were not here last week. Should you, would you like to start? How has your last two weeks in 40k been? Uh, it's been pretty good. We had the all-enveloping stress of a team tournament listed line. So... Um, I honestly think that's the most stressful thing in my life at this point, which speaks pretty well for the rest of my life. But, like, by far, the most stressful part of my given, like, year is whenever lists are due for a team tournament. Um, so we ended up submitting. I think the lists are all locked now. Um, I am not playing Black Legion like I originally put in. I am playing World Leaders. Um, I, I got so many messages when my army list went up as uh, I feel bad that people do that to, to tournaments, but I also do it every time. My list is always like Elysian Drop Troopers or Fallen or something. Yeah. Black Legion is the best because it's like, I might do that. I played a bunch of practice games as that. I really did, but it's not better than World Leaders, so there's no world. Um, so yeah we're gonna see if on the back of foot dudes with shields my team can win a tournament um because we have a lot of those across all the lists that aren't mine and we'll see how it goes um, what's, the of, what's the rest of your team playing uh ultras necrons gsc guard and eaters says me um so awesome. we'll see how it goes we team events 
Um, That's what we live for. GW has definitely chosen a very strange system. Oh. Uh, it's like I can't believe it's not differential. So if you, if you, uh, let me just pull it up so people can talk. If you win it, four games, wild. you're locked, and then it's like points differential and then, after. And that, then if right? you win three or two, it gets squirrely. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so it's like the version of differential that requires you to be the most brutal because it's pure. Uh bp diff so like if you can 100 to 10 someone you should mm-hmm. uh an important lesson i learned in alpine is you should maybe ask the rest of your team how the round is going before you're a tyrant about <laughs> your victory absolutely uh, not but instead what's going to happen is there's going to be a lot of like really lopsided rounds for a couple of rounds um one of the nice things about the event though is the um it's only two rounds per day so you're just like two rounds on the friday two rounds on the saturday two rounds on the sunday peace i can go to bible study in bed really early because the rounds are done (laughs) yeah that's right uh i'll have mcdougall's with me so we'll get up the trouble but yeah the rest of the crew will be uh be uh doing their bible verse in bedtime pretty quick but uh yeah or maybe i can use this as training to corrupt them for when we get to wtc who knows and then reading Corinthians 19.1 and you'll have them all prepped. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll speed run it, right? We can go get it done fast and then go out. And then that'll right. be how we get it done. For anyone yeah, you who can have one drink for drinks before their normal bedtime. <laughs> then send it to bed at normal time. Now you're getting it. You're understanding the strategies. So, um, yeah. I am looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fun. It's a good way to ride out the end of the World Eater 9th Edition experience. Um, plan on... I've actually... For as much as I normally play on Games Workshop Terrain, have played World Leaders once on Games Workshop Terrain. So yeah, that'll be that'll be an experience. You uh, you get to pick the board you're playing on, like with some degree of control, right? So you're learning one yeah. one terrain map. As, like, as I the, only know layout two. <laughs> yeah, as as a one of the planned defender boys, I will often have my choice of whatever the fuck I please. Um so yeah, we'll see how it goes. It should be fine. I think we're quite confident going in. There's some teams that go in that are really really good um and in those rounds we will sweat and work um but we are the team that the only team that is compromised of literal professionals so it should be okay um you would like to think anyway who fucking knows it's teams you lose especially and i can't especially and i can't believe it's not diff but yeah um we'll see how it goes uh, I'm very... he's rocking up to 100 to 7. Some people, he's like got his can of spray paint to make sure you're not getting battle ready. Points. Yeah, sorry about your battle ready, bro. <laughs> my, my current record is 100 to 3. I don't think I'll be able to beat that, but that is my current record. After paint or before paint? No, that's after paint because they weren't painted. Oh, yeah. I'm lucky. I think the worst I've seen is 100 to minus 7, and that's because someone wasn't painted and had a late list penalty. Oh, I've never done that. I haven't had someone screw themselves that hard and then get blasted by me. I normally just wouldn't play that person, but this guy was 2-0. It was the last round of an RTT. He was 2-0, and we played, and this was early in the edition, and the TO had said there was a magic box in the middle, like a like a like an eight-inch by eight-inch magic box, and he was playing Admech. And I went first in Dawn of War's Blood Angels. <laughs> piled your entire army in there and said uh-huh. no <laughs> yeah like literally my entire army was in the square and then the game just ended on turn two i killed actually two thousand <laughs> points of his army on turn two and i was like Aww. okay see ya um so yeah this is fun 
Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to doing some stuff and also some things. I feel like I've done something 40k related recently, but I can't think of what it is off the top of my head. So never you mind. Booked any, like, have you had like four new holidays to like go to like Cambodia or something? Or no, nothing too crazy. I mean, we booked our WTC travel, which will be sweet. We're going from uh, New York to Belgium, and then from Belgium, we're going with uh, me and Anna are going with Typhus and Yulia to Iceland, and then we come back to New York after that. So that'll be sweet. Nice. Um. You got your Harlequin tattoo yet? Like, these are all the things I can be thinking about. No, I have not gotten that yet, but this, in in three days, I get my Blood Angel tattoo from LBO with Jack, so that'll be fun. Um, so what you're saying is, by the time WTC comes around, you might actually be caught up on tattoo bets in order to make I one. should be caught up, in theory, by the time WTC Anthony is going around. to be a walking billboard by WTC, by the, like, the 11th edition WTCs. I'm hopeful, yeah, man. That would be sweet. Like, all of the <laughs> tattoos are from like really cool things so i'm not mad to have you know if we do a, a stat check if we ever do a, like a proper stat check open we'll get like a cast of anthony's leg that we'll draw the tattoos onto yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> right. what about yourself jeremy have you run, run like seven more tournaments in the last week or no actually it's been really quiet um i have one more event to clock out ninth edition and that is a team tournament in two and a half weeks the 10th um which as far as we know is also the pre-order date for for a 10th edition so um but yeah the basically half of team canada and myself are going up to driving six hours to sudbury to try to steal a trophy from some from some, from some poor northern ontario schlubs uh but it'll be fun um team events are always a blast they're always the most fun way to hang out with friends and yeah, that's pretty much all I'm doing right now. I'm painting the lion, hoping that he's good in tenth, and that's where I'm. I'm cruising right now. I'm I'm going through these reviews, going through all these things, and hoping that breaking the index is just Canada. fall off the back of a truck, please, BW. To fall off the back of a digital truck. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I don't think digital trucks uh, exist or work that way. Or... What you see, the definitely exist, a series but of two. No, well, it's not a truck. It's a pa- never mind. It's a digital it. truck. Yeah. It's a digital truck. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm free from my tech prison. You can't hurt me here. Sorry. Do you know that um like that meme with like the capitalist guy getting like a drop of oil at like getting like fed from a gusher? It's like yeah, that yeah. to play testers, and then Jeremy's just like, please, sir, a strap. On the yeah. <laughs> so please, I'd like to know what I'm playing, what I'm making my team play for WTC. Please. Sir. I want to know what I'm subjecting Francois to. Uh, I assume we're just making Francois play DG. Like, we're just going to crowd crowdsource that happening. <laughs> like, if we bully him enough, like... Yeah? Yeah, no, I'm sure it'll be fine. As yeah. for myself, uh, I played in my 2000-point uh, RTP with, um, Gene, with Gene Sealer Behemoth. Uh, it was really weird. Um, the list was actively terrible. Um but it was great. My round one, I put against like the Art of War Custodes list from ages ago, and like I shot it with four Venom cannons, which is great. It's what you like to do. Um, it turns out that army doesn't deal with like one up save minus one damage very well. As a general rule of thumb, now. Yeah, it was great. And then the tyrants just saying they're like, yeah, so we can't be interacted with. This is great. Then round two, I played um, double Storm Sergeant at Town R in the one over bracket. Don't ask. Um, I don't have a lot to say about this game. Uh, I should round out my single score with just like a couple of Scottish events. <laughs> Apparently, Scottish RTTs is the place to be. And then game three, I'm putting in 30 Desolation Marines. Um, 
So, you know, just that little bit of whiplash in yeah. there. Um, I will say one thing. If you're really struggling with Desolation right now, play Behemoth Terranids. It's quite funny because you can just run, like, a whole bunch of two-up save stuff that gets double benefit of cover and just be like, so if my Tyrant Guard are wounded on fives and save on twos, this seems good here. Yeah. Um, and then if you were to play a better version of mine, you could run, like, 15 of them and then they can all fight on death. Um, and that would actually be pretty funny. Um, so yeah, we collectively between us scored like 30 on secondaries, um, because this nice. is spam and Karen is not known for their secondaries. Uh, but I maxed that primary and scraped the game by like 11 points, it was awful. <laughs> Mostly came down to like hive tyrant behind two behind like one and a half tyrant guard that would tank like a squad, uh, or like an army of desolation marines and like nothing else in the army. So Nice. It, was, it was good fun. Um, highlight was definitely the one Gene Stiller who took four squads of Desolation, Desolation Marines to kill because he was behind Dense and saving on fours what against an Desolation Marines. Yeah. <laughs> like, fours, fours, fours. Um, if I'd gotten the Malice Scepter buff up, he would have been wounded on fives as well with the minus one strength incoming attacks. And that would have truly been glorious. But that guy like died to missiles out of impulsors on turn one. So Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's a powerful list, strong energy. Um, but yeah, other than that, I played a bunch of Legion, um, got to use my, I finally painted a model for that, so I got to use my Darth Vader and beat some people over the stick with, over the head with him, which was good fun. Um, other than that, not much, I've got a Tempest of War 1250 point RDT on Friday, which I am playing Twisted Helix Gene Circle at, because nice. I've played my Marines, uh, I've memed with my Marines, I've memed with my Tyranids, I've got a meme with my GSC and I've completed the Trinity. That's right. Um, and I felt like it was probably a little too much to bring Bellacor and Allure to change at 1250. So, which was the other, the other thing I would have been like, I want to play this. So, this would be my last 10th event or my last event before 10th. And I actually don't have an event planned until like July now, which is really weird, but whatever. I guess I'm taking June off to learn an edition. So, yeah, all, all's well that ends okay, I suppose. And yes. Anthony, wait till you see the NZ, NZWC logo. He's only seeing it every day in the shower once you make a tattoo bet. I mean, you're welcome to take the tattoo bet that everybody else has taken, but you got a better chance of seeing Jesus than placing higher than the American team. So good luck, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then what, what's one faction you really wouldn't want tattooed? Um... Admech? No, that that makes symbols dope. It's our fucking. Actually, that's a good one. That's actually a really nice one. Yeah. Uh... A, what's the what's the name of the ignore if you want into ability that they have? Would you get would you get the words of that the name of that? Name? <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe. Fuck. Uh, I don't really know. Most of them are cool in some way, shape, or form, and I only take tattoo bets related to events that were dope. So it's hard for me to be like, mm, about like that's the point, right? Uh, is that the tattoos are difficult to look back on and be like, what the fuck did I do that for? Every so often I'll look down like and be like, oh yeah, I have a Team Australia 40k tattoo on my thigh because I'll like forget it's there and then go to do something and be like, oh god! And I'm like, oh, right, 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 right. There's um, a kangaroo on my leg. Yeah, for real. Um, so, I don't... Maybe the Tau one? I think Tau is the only army in 40k that like, even the lore, I'm like... The one you got to avoid is like the 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 imperial aquila just because you don't want the connotations especially with how short you keep your hair <laughs> you maybe don't uh, want that one it's like quite different though right no it it's just a double it's just a double-headed ego man like you don't yeah, know oh, it's, okay. it's close enough to some symbology you generally don't want on yeah, your you body. just don't you don't want that heat 
Yeah, I mean, the WTC bets are easy because it's country logos and the... Uh... <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Uh, and the, like, the bets outside of that are all, like, pretty straight. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a thing. One day will be good and I'm going to get the Scotty Dog tattooed on you. That's that's my goal. Go for it. You just got, you don't have to be good. You just have to be better than us. Yeah, that's what I said. Good. Um, yeah. Yeah, Black Templars is probably another no-go. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do that one. That's fair. Right, Jeremy, do you want to give us the stats for all the people who are still following Ninth Edition and do have tournaments and things? Sure. Uh, so it was another quiet weekend. Um, I have a feeling that we're going to have quite a few quiet weekends as we head into 10th. Um, it's not necessarily that people aren't that events that people aren't showing up to events. It's just that events aren't scheduled. Um, like this weekend, there was again, seven events total, I think. Uh, and it was, yeah, there was. Yeah, seven events total. And that was one of those. Mm. Uh, so going through, uh, I'm going to go through the top five. Uh, I'm not going to filter by 10 or more players because things just get funny when you do that. Uh, so rounding up the top, Asriani with 18 players, 5% of the meta, a 66.3% win rate. With two event wins, five top fours, and a 3.52 over rep. It's not quite white scars, but it's pretty close. Oh, Adam, that's did okay. You hear what, do you hear what the, the over it for white scars was last week? Yeah, it was 12. Yeah, yeah I, I watched that part. It was like a million, right? Because <laughs> there was one white scar player last week. There was twice as many this week, by the way, and they had a 50% win rate, and they still had a 6.34 over rep. Let's go, my heroes. They've seen the light. They've seen the way. Right at the end of the edition, uh, we have a list. enough. The one that the one of the ones that went, I think he went X and one or X and two at the Alberta Classic. Uh, he was running thirty white scars terminators with Gilliman. Yeah, let's go, my heroes. Yep. All right, uh, Gene Steeler Cult. Four players, one percent of the meta, uh, and a sixty-three point six percent win rate, but no top fours. So, Iron Hands, nine players, 2.5% of the meta, 63% win rate, and one top four for an overrep of 1.41. Chaos Demons, who are the third most represented faction when you don't have Marines together. 6.8% of the meta, a 58.9% win rate, three top fours, one event win, and an overrep of 1.58. And I will say that event win was under the stat check name because it was our good friend TJ Lanigan who won uh, the Maryland Open this past weekend, a six-round 87-person event, I believe. Yeah, whole bunch. Very yeah, many. Yeah, big event. Uh, Grey Knights, seven players, 58.3% win rate, but not a single top four and not even a top ten. What? <laughs> Don't know how you would do that exactly, but sure. Uh, and then you have Leagues of OTAN, 20 players, 5.6% of the meta, 57% win rate, two event wins, three top fours, and a 1.90 over rep. It's not bad. Uh, and then we'll go to the bottom because the bottom's always fun. Um, there were five <laughs> admin right. players this weekend. Good for them. For a 1.4%, there's one more Admech player than Gene Steeler Cult player. Uh, and they had a 34% win rate. No top four, no bad. top tens. Should I think should I think Admech to my Tempest RET? I've only got like off like a thousand points in them. 
You could probably borrow enough to go up to 1250 and meme with like some borrow really time rise of list. this economy? You think anybody just, owns an AdMech? Just Paul. Paul, Paul does. does. All right. Yeah. Paul lives so far away from me. Uh, Scotland's tiny, right? It can't be that far. There's an upper like limit how far from you. It's at least what? an hour. <laughs> oh, an hour. How terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Tyranids with 10 players and a 2.8% rep had a 37% win rate and no top fours and a single top 10. Uh, because boys. I want to make Brendan sad, Deptus Rortas, five players, 1.4% of the meta, and a 39.3% win rate, and not a single top four or top ten. Man, that army's so bad when the good players leave it away. Yep. Uh, and then right in the middle of the pack, because it's always fun to make fun of them, uh, Deptus Custodes, 24 players, 6.8% of the meta, and a 48% win rate. With Perfectly one top average. four. Perfectly average, as they should be. Uh, they don't have to right win the to game, them. Jeremy. Hmm? Well, why don't they have to win the game? Like, I don't understand how these poor how these poor custodians players are supposed to survive without to win the game. Uh, it, it's because that they're not taking the Orion. The Orion has the you roll a d6 and on a six you win the game. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. Can you deploy that? Uh, depends on who you ask. I know someone that'll argue. Well, actually, it doesn't matter because it starts off the board. All oh, right. And it's Easy. an aircraft, so it just deep strikes wherever you want it to. Sorry, it comes in from strategic reserves wherever you want it to. Wherever it can go. Or wherever yeah, you like, want it to. I like how Jeremy froze while saying that because, like, big, big Orion was trying to stop him from telling us anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taos. You'll see the custodians finally get the two-up invuln that they deserve in 10th. Yep, we're going to be talking about previews in just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and that's the stats for the week. Um, I do want to highlight a couple really quick things because this is since we are coming towards the end of the edition, I am starting to go through and look at the data that we have collected since the beginning of February 2022. So long ago. Hey, give me one second. He has to wait because his Excel sheet's going to murder his face. <laughs> no, the Excel sheet is preloaded. I was smart this time around. I'm actually looking for the for the figures that I created because I don't know what happened to them. Oh, that's fun. Did you put them in the there chat? I did put it in the chat, but I was just loading up the Excel that Excel file. But this this one is much lighter, so it's not as insane. Uh, so one of the things that's really interesting that I've been looking at over the last couple months is comparing 2022 to 2023. Tail end of the edition, so things get a little weird, but it is also really interesting to see how many more players we have this year as compared to last year. To date, we have... 44% more players having played in events at this point in the year as we had in 2022. That is a fucking lot. <laughs> Almost now that's, as many again. That's awesome. That that includes like duplicates and whatnot. When you strip it down to just unique players this year, it's 42% higher. So yeah, there are nice. some amount of people playing more tournaments, especially Great. as we've like come out of COVID and stuff like that. But you know, it's built up a little bit. But there are more. Just four percent more people in the community, which is awesome. Yeah, uh, it's wild. Like to date, we have had almost seven thousand people, and this is just GT plus. We don't look at RTTs because it's just too much. We don't have the bandwidth to do that. Um, one day, I hope we do. Um, but from a GT plus perspective, so five plus rounds, twenty five plus players, we have had almost seven thousand players playing in events. That's so awesome. Yeah. No, it's. I am just floored the the game is growing at an immense rate same time last year we had just under five thousand players uh yeah and then wow. one other fun fact 
is I think that's really it. Oh yeah, my database now has 174,000 games in it. Wow. <laughs> 33,000 33, player entries, of which about 21,000 of those are unique. How many of them are Innis? Uh, I mean, I can tell you how many events Innis has gone to, because that's always a fun one. It's too many. Yeah, this is not including like all my RTTs and team events as well. I know. That's, yeah. the, that's, that's the really fun part. Would you like to know Innis? Yeah, of course. So Innis Wilson has been to, to date... Uh, that number doesn't seem right. Great. It says 15 GT Plus events in the last 16 months. Yeah, that, that does sound That's low. not even close. <laughs> yeah, that, that does sound low. Pretty sure I've done like half that in Super Majors. I know why. Oh, God. It broke. <laughs> Jeremy immediately starts lagging when he touches this, the sheets. <laughs> I'm going to stop touching things, so hopefully it stops dying. Uh, yeah, for some reason, it's still only showing 15 for him. I'm sure my Excel sheet is just sad. Actually, no, I have a better way of doing this. Give me one second. Because I have a cool little thing. I can say that Ennis Wilson has a 93.5% win rate in arcs in GT Plus events. Christ. <laughs> 21, 1, and 1. That's a few. And the one was the semifinals of Super Major. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Hydar, to answer your question, 42% um, more players have played a GT or bigger at some point this year. That's, yeah, I we, don't look this at is ITC from our sports. data, not from the ITC. Yeah, data. this is this is me exclusively looking at my player records and my game matches. That that doesn't include people that like sign up to a GT and don't show up, or sign up to a GT and get handed around one loss because they didn't show up, and then don't play the rest of the event. All of that, because I filter all of that out. Um, yeah, this is exclusively these people have played a game, provided it's a real event. But who would create fake events in IT in, in BCP? Certainly not me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Ennis, in my records, you have 19 events, GT+. plus. Yeah, that track, I just got it by spreadsheet. I think I have 19. And then 21 yeah, that, I mean, GT that makes some, the edition. That's more than a GT plus event a month. I know. And hmm. that's not including the roughly, well, I mean, that's 19 events. I've... That doesn't include your team events, which you've had, what, five? Events. In the last <laughs> 16 months? <laughs> and the rest. Um, yeah, and then RTTs and everything February. else. February. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I did nine events up till February 2021, 2022. And then I have done 45 tournaments since February 2021, 2022, sorry. So, in the last months. About three events a month. That is pretty solid. I maybe play too much Warhammer. Uh, you don't play as much Warhammer as the person who is in the lead, though. Probably not. And that would be TJ, who has 24 GT Plus events in the last 16 months. Yeah. Gaming. <laughs> TJ also does less two events in RTTs, though, I think, right? But, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a few less. Yeah. He still plays in them, though. 
he was at um why am i drawing a blank alpine cup alpine yeah yeah oh yeah no uh, doubt tj plus still plays a ton but i don't yeah. know I, I would actually be interested how interested how close the number is oh I for think, sure definitely knowing you both i think ennis is slightly more active but it's very close yeah i mean tj also has a real life right so that's true. Uh, TJ also has not lost a game since uh, in GT play since March. It's not bad because he went six now at the Richmond at the Maryland Open and won same, it. But... Six now at the Richmond Open and won it. Five and out Burke Spring Assault and won it. Five and out Alpine Cup and finished second because battle points. And then before that, it was Adepticon in March. He lost that. Um... He lost in Alpine teams, but not in, not in the same. No, he lost in uh, great game. He just hasn't lost his demons since March. Yeah, yeah, great game was in March. Oh, was it? Jesus Christ! <laughs> so, Anthony, what was the last event you were at? Oh man, it's been a while. Uh, the last event you were at was Always Dust at the end of March. Yep, uh, I was at Alpine too, but I didn't play the singles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the last GT event again. I don't track team events. Yeah. But uh, yeah, <laughs> Brian, I can't imagine playing that much Warhammer. So cringe. Yeah, says the second, second, second ranked player in the world right now. Yeah, Brian actually plays more than I do because Brian goes to like every event I go to and a bunch more. So mm-hmm. I don't know how he manages to do it. Uh, I don't think his job is a real job. Um, seen, I was going to say I've seen him work, <laughs> and that's for me. Fair, fair. All right, that's it for the stats. Unless someone else wants to go ahead and take a look through things. Ben chipped in five dollars towards the database storage fund. Thank you, Ben. With with <laughs> your contributions, ben. we can afford to store one more of TJ's tournaments. <laughs> At some point, this PC will get upgraded because it is starting to show its age. I mean, if we can pay for Nathan's flights for our announcement, we can do that. We can eventually get sort that sorted, right? Yeah, that. But that'll be a later thing, probably after yeah, the WTC. Sure, but should we maybe do that then? What? The announcement? The cool yeah, stuff? we should actually announce that. Do you want to? Do you want me to? Yeah, you go, you go for it. You've read it. I like, yeah, saw yeah, the all thing right. in the so, chat. Um, this is something that we've been working on in the background for a little while. Uh, thanks to your guys' lovely support and absolutely f- support that just floors me most days, um, we, ha- we are able to partner with the WTC. Um, and we, and by we, I am referring to Typhus and Nathan, uh, we'll be working with the WTC officially in providing coverage for the WTC proper. So they are going to be present at the event. They're going to be taking place in streaming it. Um, they are aiming to have a studio set up similar to Football Saturday for any Americans who may know what that is. I have no idea what it is. Um, but they are partnering with Contact Lost. Uh, Nathan's going to be there. Nathan Roberts is going to be there. Uh, they will be doing interviews, pairing analysis, and then deep dives into different topics all over the place. Uh, and then they'll also be handling social media and doing floor interviews in between games, the kind of stuff that everyone really enjoys at, at events. Uh, and as part of that uh, partnership, <laughs> we'll come back to All that. Right. We'll Brandon, who is listening to the podcast, uh, support friend of the podcast, Dan Morris, just sent us $100 uh, as a donation to start for Anthony to help cover his tattoo when he loses their respective bet. We'll see, bitch. To be fair, the Red Dragon logo is very nice. It's cool. Um, but yeah, so that'll be working it. So StatChecks uh, supporters have essentially paid for Nathan's uh, travel to the WTC. Um, yeah, that's one of the things that we're able to do now, thanks to all of you guys pitching in that you know $5 a month on Patreon. Yep. 
So StatCheck is basically, I think we're officially partnering. I don't know what the terms are. Although I, I, I don't know the exact terming of it, but we're working stream. with them. Yeah, we're officially partnering with the stream for WTC to be providing as much content as we're there, as we're there while we're on the ground. Uh, I think everybody but Cliff is going to be there at this point. Um, yeah. Tim's there playing. Tim's there with Team America. Anthony's there with Team America. Jeremy is there with Team Canada, and I'll be there with Team Scotland. And obviously, uh, now we have Nathan and Typhus both there doing the coverage. So there will hopefully be an absolute ton of WC content. We've got a bunch of stuff planned for the pre-preparation for that as well. So things like the new the newbie stream that we did last year, um, we're hopefully going to be doing that again. Uh, we've already got some feelers out there for who we're getting on for that. Um, so we'll hopefully be doing a ton of stuff like that to just, you know, it's our favorite event, um, by far. So doing the most we can to get it, to get as much of it to you guys as possible. Uh, and that's why we put Nathan up to the thing of, hey, Nathan, why don't you just, why don't we just give you the money and you just fly and you go do the stuff? Um, so we're doing that. So massive, massive thank you to everybody there. Um, Nathan, unfortunately couldn't be here tonight to say thank you himself, but, uh, we'll make sure he remembers to thank you all next episode because otherwise You'll get too big for his boots. We can't have that. No, we can't. Cool. Uh, I'm going to do the plugs now because uh, we want to continue to fund doing more cool stuff like that. Uh, and to do that, we need your guys' support. Uh, you guys' support is what makes this all possible. It's the reason we continue to be able to do this. Um, as much as we all love doing this, website hosting and stuff like that isn't free. Um, so thank you so much, everybody, for being here, for taking part in the live streams, for being in our Discord community, all that kind of thing. It enables us to do all the cool stuff we're doing, like what we're doing with um, WC, what, we're, what we'll be doing with CaliCop, all that kind of thing. So if you would like to continue to be able to support us with that, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash statcheck. $5 a month gets you access to our Discord where you can interact with us in all of the super awesome ways that we are able to provide, um, mostly like making fun of Anthony for things. You can do other things in there too, but broadly, I think that's what it's for. Uh, yeah, it's up there. Yeah, it's like at least at least the number one or the number two thing that the Discord is for. Yeah. Otherwise, we greatly appreciate all the things you can do on the social media side of things. So that's recommending us to a friend, chucking us a like or a review or a follow or whatever it is on whatever various platforms that you're on. I don't really care which one. Like hit a button that's that makes us number go up for us, and it, it's a massive thanks. So we would love we would love it if you could do that for us. It is a big help, even if it is not a lot for you guys. It helps us with visibility. It helps keeping bringing more people in. We're hitting pretty consistent numbers on the live streams now. Um, the YouTube numbers are just getting bigger. It's great. We'd love to see it. Thank you all for everything you continue to do for us. Uh, leave a comment. That's the one that's always the, the easiest one. Interact with us. We'll do our best to interact with you back. If you can't be here for the live streams, it's a great way to you know, ask us a question or fire us something through. We do our best to respond to everything that's in there. There are a couple other shows on the network. You can check out XM1 and Edit the Matrix. Edit the Matrix is our team's focus show that's run by Typhus, who will be at the WC. Now, if you want to get prepped for the WC because you want to know what the hell you're watching, maybe go check it out. Wouldn't be a bad job. Wouldn't be a bad shout. And X and X and One, which is our show about becoming a better competitive player while having other life commitments, which is run by Tim and Cliff. That's coming out this Thursday. We unfortunately got delayed a week, but they will be coming on with Francois to discuss what it's like being a notable French Canadian player um, and how it is to be the only notable French Canadian player and whether that actually makes you notable or not. Uh, love you, Francois. Uh, <laughs> Finally, myself and Typhus do offer coaching. So if you're interested in hearing more of the random crap that we spew that we spew out, do give us a do get check us out. We're more than happy to help you out with anything, whether that's a last ninth edition tournament, prepping for tenth edition, or once tenth edition drops, if you want to get a head start and tap into all the knowledge that we will be creating, I suppose, at this point. Um, do check it out. That is coaching at stat-check.com. Just drop us an email there or check out stat-check.com slash coaching for all the information on the website. 
that's the plugs. It's getting somehow more and less stuff at the same time. I'm doing my best because it's the energy I like. We're going to go into talking about the 10th edition stuff now. They somehow get more and less scuffed every week. I don't know how. I, I genuinely have no control over myself <laughs> while I'm doing this. But section. you still do a better job than any of the rest of us would, so... Yeah. Let's maybe hold <laughs> I want to see Anthony do it, because that would be fun. My goal is to just see how fast we can get Ennis to try to rip through them, and as we keep adding shows, it gets funnier. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to add like three or four more shows, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right, Ennis, you have 30 seconds. Go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this week, uh, in terms of faction focuses, we must just go kind of go through them. Uh, last Wednesday, we saw Death Guard. And hello, John. Good to see you. Good to have you on watching us. Uh, but yeah, uh, last week on Wednesday, we saw Death Guard. We saw that they kept their minus one toughness contagion. Look, and they lost I'm, disgustingly resilient. And I'm just gonna, I'm just going to say it. That was hands down, the most disappointing review we've had so far. Yeah, they're disappointingly resilient. Past, past disappointing, it was confusing. Like, yeah. to the point that when other reviews come out now, the metric we use is at least it's not Death Guard. Holy shit. Maybe it's just because I was, like, holding out, like, a soft hope that maybe I would be interested in them. Mm -hmm. But, like, boy... As someone that doesn't even own Death Guard models, that was still the worst thing I have seen so far. It was quite disappointing. Because it's one of these things where we know that, or we don't know, but we assume that every faction has something that's interesting about them and something that's cool about them. They didn't showcase anything for Death Guard. Like, they didn't even talk about the fact, for example, they now have Plague Bolters that auto-wound. Yeah. Which is kind of, which is actually pretty cool. Like, that's a good that's cool. a good way to, to devalue your army mechanic of minus one toughness, that's for sure. Sure. The uh, thing that confused me the most about that is that it's still only minus one toughness in an edition where, like, toughness goes to 16 or whatever now. Like, maybe they have enhancements that increase it, make it better? It, and it would be like... No, show it would be, the, would be the answer there. Like, yeah. Okay. Chris Tech, wait till K-Suns get their review. Please, no. I honestly, as somebody who owns, like, the entire Death Guard range, right, I've got yeah. my three Playbrush Callers, my three Mythic Blight Haulers, my, like, 25 Terminators. I got... The are so like, cool. 60 Plague Marines. I got it all. I have the special Japanese Plague Caster. Nice. There is nothing that makes me want to play that, that faction in that preview. I yeah. guess the Playbrush Caller looks kind of good. That, yeah. yeah. But the Playbrush Callers always good but it's yeah. not news <laughs> that was a uh, that was the best part of that was being able to be like that is a classic death guard amount of information where everything sucks until the end where they get to see the, the plague burst crawler which is good <laughs> like, like perfect why didn't, why didn't they show us mori or anything good you got to yeah. see your true Primark, the Plague Burst Crawler. <laughs> we just went over this. I want to, like, I want to see if more than three Plague Burst Crawlers is even close to viable. I'll play that in our hundred yeah. percent. I, I will admit them not showcasing Morty was very much a decision when pretty much every other army has showcased something like genuinely big. Yeah, okay, the Plague Burst Crawler is a big model, but it's not actually like centerpiece style. Yeah. Um, like, like, so we're going to show Abaddon, Elapor, Gulliman. 
Angron and Blade Burst Crawler. Blade Burst Crawler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I understand the energy. Like, the Bane only way it could have been better is if they showed off the Volkite Contemptor, but just for Death Guard. That would have been the only thing like more 9th edition Death Guard. Um, oh, um, one of the other things that we we can kind of talk about that we now, I think, know um, is that like combi melthas, combi flamers, combi whatever, those are just gone. The combi weapons. Now. It's now just a combi weapon, which is anti-infantry, four up devastating wounds, rapid fire one, one shot strength four, AP zero, one damage, which yeah. is. Thanks, the corp. I really appreciate that. <laughs> his face is a great example of how to do non-metallic metal today and it's his lighting is really gaming. that glow is true. actually i mean it's catching the light exactly the where OS, he should so i'm painting my dark vader's lightsaber yeah <laughs> just off your forehead that's how you do it you just uh but yeah it's it's unfortunate that this that that was how it is so let's just move on i will say the um the malignant plague caster's abilities look pretty hey, cool. hey we're moving too fast we need to slow down to four inches of death guard can keep up <laughs> well unless they've been shot by some form of thing that reduces their movement which oh. they now take i don't think barb goats exist that doesn't seem like a real day that i'm gonna buy 30 of um on accident <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have 60 let's be real leviathan boxes are not going to be expensive for marie for tournament players but no no they won't well depends how good tyranids are no it doesn't don't I know there's yourself. marine players out in number two and players three to one. So that's it. <laughs> I mean, I can tell you what the actual numbers are, but yeah, probably not that much right now. When Tyranids were at their peak, it was like two to one. Oh, yeah. When Tyranids were the best army in the game, they were only outnumbered by Marines two to one. Marines now also have this like, really weird floor to them where people just won't stop playing them even when they're garbage. I mean, I'm one of those, so. Uh, what do we have after Death Guard, Jeremy? All right, after Death Guard, we got the Imperial Knights. And this was a great preview. I loved it. Boy, is everybody still arguing over whether that's reroll all ones to hit and wound or one one to hit and wound. I think them to be that bad at reading. It's not as well written, to be fair. but <laughs> It's not well written. It's definitely only one, as it's currently written. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. As it is currently written, you reroll a hit roll of one and a wound roll of one. But I've never met a Knight player who could read, so let's like let's stretch the. Yeah. They did. That's definitely the smash the Beatles army to start as someone that started with <laughs> Chaos Knights. When he started with Imperial, played his yep. first ever GT with Imperial Knight or second G, second GT with Imperial Knights. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Towers with a good point. They made the rapid fire battle cannon actually rapid fire. Yeah, that's pretty gaming. I, I uh, did appreciate that, although I despise the amount of damage it does now. But... I like the idea of dual-wielding them as a Chaos Knight and just being like, plum, 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 plum. Especially if there isn't a huge points premium on that, that could actually be a really scary platform. I'm and just assuming, because they, they seem to have... shots for no good reason. I mean, they seem to love... Shots. <laughs> they love Age of Sigmar design, or at least parts of it. So, good odds that there's no points premium at all, right? Which is kind of terrifying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like the the, I will say as someone who played a lot of knights during ninth, I do really like this army rule and then the detachment because the army rule, the coach of Alec, which is what they had before, is now much more streamlined and a lot easier to explain to your opponent. Oh yeah, for sure. Like because before you just gone. felt like you were cheating yeah. when it was like, and I get an honor for doing this, and then I roll a dice, and if I get a five, I get another honor, and now because I have five honors, all of my knights are obsec, and anyone that was already obsec now counts for additional models. Yeah, it's like the um, and your opponent's just looking post- and going, uh huh. 
you ever seen the Pro ZD video about the guy like when he's doing like Magic the Gathering parodies and he's like, and I will like summon the cheese guy and the yeah. cheese guy gives me five big cheeses. Five big cheeses allows me to summon Mickey Mouse, but the parody version, so it's not illegal. <laughs> it's like it's how it felt playing Imperial Knights. The, uh, yeah. It always reminds me of the uh, like um, anti-Donna videos where it's like the like how to play a board game. That video is the best. Yeah, sure. No point Sing values at all. <laughs> Fuck it. We're now AOS 1.0 again. Yeah, you don't scare me. See, boys. Yeah. How much can you fit in your carry-on luggage? Iceland team's about to win WTC for once. Oh, you know what's great? Uh, Bruno's military. He gets three free check bags. I mean, Iceland will rich. We got as many as we need. Oh, that's true. Actually. Iceland will buy the plane, bro. Like, what are we doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> you are already there. You could think about this. Actually, yeah. that's a good point. Couldn't Sean's father-in-law just buy you guys a plane? Who? Oh, yeah, theoretically, sure. <laughs> uh, and then there's attachment fun. ability. They just be like, all right, everyone plays Tyrannus now. Here's a six-up field of pain. And when you do your deed, you get a five-up army. You're never, you're never going to get to do your deed. Like, it's I never don't, happening. I don't agree. There's Doing the deed of... is challenging. I don't. I think some warlords are going to be much easier to body drop than yes, people Yes, warlords are. for sure. Um, like I, I think that one's borderline easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas holding your opponent's home objective is in your command phase is less likely. Yeah. Usually if that's happened, the game's already over. Uh, and then we saw the, the Warglaive stat line. Warglaives are T10, which is kind of cool. T9 uh, of the Death Guard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Flight Lords are T6. Uh, the thermal spears melt a four, so that's kind of cool. Doing the deed is challenging. God damn it, Chris! Got him. <laughs> yeah, Imperial Knight sure was a preview. We did find out from the Chaos Knights preview that Bondsman abilities will now apply to both halves of the Armiger and Knight combo, which is yes. cool. Yeah. That is, depending on what those are, that's wild because some of the ones they talked about were things like lethal hits. Sustained hits. Um, well, hits. Sustained hits, devastating wounds, like just one of yeah. the three. Like, uh, it'll be fine. Apparently, larger Dominus Knights grant Armagers protection of their wider ion shields. I'm a little terrified about what that's going to mean. Four of them will save up with my Castellan. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Now, the Castellan has a five up, but the uh, Armagers have a four up because they're sitting inside the big dome. Yeah, they're getting true insured. Yeah, exactly. All right, that was Imperial Knights. Uh, the Thunder Coil Harpoon was hilarious because it forecasted, it foreshadowed the combination that I'm really worried about happening, which is having anti anything devastating wounds, which they've now done. All that they're missing now for the trifecta is to throw twin linked on something at the same time. Woo! I mean, we saw it from the Sisters of as well. They've got anti psyker and devastating wounds or something yeah. like that. So. Yeah. But I mean, they're. I mean, it's going to really suck for your malignant playcaster. This is true. Getting chased down by the guys, by the sisters, you're like three inches faster than you. It's like, where do I go? Where do I go? Yeah, you go nowhere. You die. Get your rhino. Run. T-shirt with USR. We could definitely sell that. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. So that's that's that. Um, yeah, Nathan, get on Canva. Design that T-shirt with all the USRs on it. We can sell that with the Stat Check logo. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. Um. Uh, that's Imperial Knights. We saw Tau. Tau is kind of cool. 
for the greater good is actually really well written and is it, it? Is, it is very well written when it you is, actually read it, for, you actually have, have to read on, it have you seen the thing that pathfinders no the pathfinder thing though no what about so so the rule is called for the greater good right oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. Have the, the, using no. the greater good ability which doesn't exist so. yeah sure there's a typo yeah that is fine but the actual wording of the greater good very well read, laid out um some discords and some channels were talking about being able to chain the ability so that everything could end up being guided but no because once you've shot you're no longer eligible yeah anyways um they get Kayun as their detachment cool and that uh, except it's only ever on yeah it's only under ever on mod sixes um and if you're guided you get sustained hits too cool that's well, it's not scary. only ever on mod sixes because if there's ways for you to get critical hits on fives, you'll get it on fives. Right? True. And if there's so, a way to get critical hits on fours for some reason, why would you bring that up? Why would you even put that out there in the world? What the <laughs> fuck? Just waiting for crit hits on threes, mate. That's what Gullivan's getting in the in the codex. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, we will redeem this by pointing out that shield that drones are now just war gear. They don't have wounds. They aren't. They are models but they're markers um and shield drones just give you one wound i can't wait to see what like the people who own like 40 shield drones like, oh, i hope they're so mad i hope they're so mad i hope i hope all of them are bathing in salty tears right now it's see great. all i need to see now is the crisis suit data sheet and then if it is not great everything will be fine in the world i hope that data sheet is death guard level terrible Ooh, why would you wish that on anyone else? I hope, I hope they've not only lost Cling Iron Blasters and are ever struggling to projectors, I hope they're actively like twice the points they are now and shoot half as far. I hope they're bad, yeah. Or have some other like horrible change happen to them. I hope they just suck. I hope that Kroot spam is the way to run that army. <laughs> yeah, no, actually that would be hilarious. Uh, is if the index just it the, all the strategy and everything just build around running an auxiliary army. Yeah, I hope Vespid. I hope Vespid are the only battle line available to the Tau Army. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, Crute uh, Hounds are the only battle line. Yeah. All that uh, said, as much as Tau have caused me pain this edition, it looks like their new rules don't suck. That article actually made me pretty excited because maybe they won't be yes. awesome to play against now. Yeah, no, they, I don't they think look Tau like, like they're... just take crisis suits. Like the... <laughs> nothing against the Tau Army. Yeah. They look like they'll, they'll be interesting to play. Um, and again, yet another thing, we talked about this last week and the week before, um, no more ignoring bones. So the railgun is heavy and devastating wounds now. So it seems, I think we can say pretty confidently that GW's design philosophy was to replace ignore invulns with devastating wounds. Um, yeah. Because almost everything that used to ignore invulns now has devastating wounds. Almost. I don't know if Bellacor does. Bellacor and Scarbrand? Scarbrand does not. Bellacor, I can't remember. Scarbrand's uh, profile is like clown shoes, though. Oh, yeah. Scarbrand's profile is would you like to kill whatever you are touching? Yeah. As long as it doesn't have two open vulnerable save, we'll get to that. Yes. They showed off the. 1 2, which is a little less. But... Yeah, they showed off the Storm Surges uh, Pulse Blast Cannon, which is cool, sure. Yeah, Bellacor does not. Does Bellacor has lethal hits on his strength fourteen attacks? That feels uh, like he's very... Okay. Yeah. And then they <laughs> no. shut off combat embarkation, where you ch you charge a unit of uh, of Tau infantry, and they and they hop into their transport. Which, which 
it sounds like it's just going to be a mechanic on the repulsor, which I can't wait for, personally. Yeah, if it's a data sheet ability on the repulsor, that'd be very funny. But it'll also mean I'll have to go out and buy a repulsor just so I can play it once. Just you could have one anyway, so you can play Iron Hands in the current map. Hmm. Oh, I'm probably going to be playing Iron Hands at my team event, so I'll finish ninth by playing the stupidest army there is right now. What? You're playing Chuff Strikes. And that army is fucking ridiculous. All right. I've never known uh, an army that's fucking ridiculous, but only seven people know about it. It's incredible. It's true. All right. And we saw Chaos Knights. They got their harbingers of death of dread. Um, they got their dread table collapsed down into two lines, uh, which is battle run one and battle run one onwards. Um, you're minus one when you take battle shock test within twelve inches of knights. That's actually pretty impactful when you look at it. Mm -hmm. um, because you're taking it on 2d6 and most things are leadership 6 or 7. 2d6. <laughs> sure. You if you're in synapse play, range. You think you're actually going to get to play nids? You're adorable. I know. I have no <laughs> idea what I'm playing. Uh, and then battle round 3 onwards. Um, anytime you're attacking something that is battleshocked, you add one to the wound roll and anything that is attacking you, if they're battleshocked, they subtract one from the hit roll. Pretty cool. Yeah. Plays around leadership, plays around the whole thing that Chaos Knights are spooky constructions that, you know, terrify you. The and attachment kind of slaps. That thing is cool looking. Yeah. And then their detachment rule, Fortune Terror, um, is that if you're below starting strength and within 12 inches of a Chaos Knight you model, you have to take a, uh, a Battleshock test. And yeah, so it, Battleshock not... deck is any damage, not just below half. Correct. Yeah. So if you've lost a model in your in a multi-model unit, or if you are a single model unit and you have lost any wounds, you have to take a battle shock test. And that couples with the other one, which is you're taking it at minus one. The one thing that is not clear is whether you have to take two tests if you're below half strength. I'll have to see. Because uh, that would be very funny. Imagine how much healing you can give a demon army that you can't shoot. <laughs> Yeah, we we have noticed this that the the battle shock inducing armies also have some really horrible counters and demons. Yeah, demons make them very sad if they don't get scammed. Mm -hmm. uh, we saw the knight despoiler data sheet, which actually gave us a sight into pretty much every single weapon that both imperial and chaos knights can take. And since they were the same in the previous codexes, I think we can assume that they're going to be the same now. They just gave them fancy names, minimally similar. That that gatling cannon's nuts. Yeah, 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 no, I meant like in ninth the edition, the two of them had the same oh, profiles. Yeah, I'm saying like, yes, I agree. Assuming they do them the same. Unrelated yeah. to that, that Gatling cannon is insane. Yeah, 18 shots at 622 is wild. It didn't lose AP like a lot of other guns did, and it gained half as many, half again as many shots as it had before. Admittedly, yeah, it's kind of been a trash gun this edition. Like from like my seventh and eighth edition, like recoil memory, it's an absurd weapon. But yeah. I've really not seen like a warden or even like the crusader really that much this edition. So I don't yeah. mind getting a facelift. It just like gave me whiplash seeing it go up six shots. Yeah, like yeah. the Tyrannus Crusader was really fun, but that was it. Yeah, it was like the yeah, you could do the or the um yeah, you could do the calculate target and combo with it. And it was like it was kind of fun. But and even really then you were usually running off. the relic that gave you twelve plus D six shots yeah. and an extra point of AP. So it was an upgrade on the base one. And they do an assault weapon, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Right. Um, which was so fun um other changes that we noticed that was kind of interesting is that the thermal cannon is six inches shorter in range it's now strength 12 which means that they've now fully differentiated between being a like a, a melta gun and a like big thermal gun yep. 
uh, and it's uh, it's Malthus six. So you get within twelve inches, and you just add six to your damage. Which do you know what? Fine, I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah, I mean you're within twelve inches, so that's usually the scary zone for 15, most other right? things. Or no, because it's twenty four inches now. Twenty four. Oh, it's twenty four now. Sorry. Yeah, they, they shortened its range from thirty to twenty four. Oh, okay, cool. I thought it was yeah. So that was one. That was one of the other things that changed. Um, battle cannon looks the exact same. Uh, one of the things to note about the battle cannon is it went up to strength ten, but it's now just AP one. Um, same as the women rocks one, right? Yeah, it, the exact same like offensive stats. Just the number of shots is D six plus three, and it's rapid fire D six plus three. So within thirty six inches, it's two D six plus six, and it's blast. So, however, the new blast works. Yeah. That AP one is kind of painful though, right? Like oh for sure. To up save and cover, and you're like, yeah, so my knight did two damage this turn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, shoot a land raider and cover. Hi. Oh. <laughs> Wounding on fives, it saves on twos. Yeah, because you couldn't see a small portion of its left track. <laughs> Look bad. Skill issue. Or it's behind a bane blade. Uh, <laughs> what's it doing there? I want to know what a land raider is doing behind a bane blade. Are the Marines stealing the stuff a la Horus Heresy again? Maybe the... Well, no, because they've got the Fellblade from um, oh. Forge Road line. Maybe that gets it. Oh, the, or the Falchion? Yeah, exactly. Um, anyways, yeah. Uh, the other thing that they also focused uh, showcased was the, the melee weapons for knights. Um, titanic feet are have gotten even worse. There are now four attacks at 8-1-2. Strength 8, AP 1-2 damage. Good. Um, somebody with still the fear of stomp, like, good, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody who's ever been stomped is okay every time that weapon gets nerfed. Yeah, or the the people who misinterpreted the multiplying attacks on the feet and the crush them like vermin strat, where you took two mortal wounds oh. every single time you got hit. Oh, that was yeah. bad. Strategy the existence of like getting charged by a crashed Sadar last edition. It's like, please stop hitting me with your three three rolling twelve attacks feet. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was. Let's, let's just say we're glad that this is there. But then, like, the actual dedicated melee weapons seem really solid. Um, like, the re they, they have strike and sweep on everything. They have strengths, APs, and damage. That seems right. Jeremy likes knights? <laughs> I do. Knights are fun. But, yeah, that's it. Um, the Abominant looks amazing, though. Um, Abominant, looks, Abominant by far looks like the coolest thing that came out of that. Uh, like, just the, being able to make your opponent just, like, just surprise. dump mortal wounds. It's great. Well, yeah. not only that, but it's just, like, that model, that unit, twelve inches. Take a take a battle shock test right now, and because you're within twelve, you're at minus one. I also appreciate the like the sheer audacity of like a strength nine AP zero damage three gun with dev wounds. Really? Just like no, no, it's strength twelve. <laughs> Sorry, strength twelve AP zero damage three dev wounds. <laughs> it's like, hey, you're here to get scammed. One of us is. It's me or you, baby. Yep. <laughs> There's no way neither of you are coming out of whatever. Like only one of you can come out of that situation happy when that gun fires. Oh yeah, there was never a possibility where you're like that was average or oh that was that was below. Average. You're either like that did nothing or my squad is gone. I fucking hate that weapon, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All well, right, custodians. The last. Then today we, we got the golden boys. We should, oh, we should uh, just skip them. Yep. They they have katas exactly, and they have exactly a the against same mortal brain cell. We're done. Trajan oh, is. Uh, an absurd data sheet. What the we, fuck we do need that? to dig the um the, the death guard hole a little bit more since Alaris Terminators are now T7. Well they're tough, you know? That's the point. Yeah. They're they're resilient. 
Yeah. But they have a weapon that hits on threes, and that doesn't feel like Castores. It's unwieldy, okay? Have you seen the head on that thing? No. You're struggling with doing the deep, but you've seen the head on that thing, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, walked right into that one. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, as Brian says. Trajan joins a unit. Unit is immune to having the wounds characteristics modified by damage, right? Oh, man. If someone ever says that, I think you get to hit them for free. I think you get one. I think I take their Trajan model and punt it across the room. Or you could just do that. that. And you could just do that to them. If it's Brian, probably not. Yeah, I'm not punting Brian across the room. You can try, though. He's not immune to damage, just distance. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just find one of the uh, canals. It's true that the fifth best Custodes player in Iceland is a regular listener of both us and Art of War, so shout out to him. Sure, guys. I, I lost I lost track of that reference. Um, yeah, Custodes look pretty good. I was probably very impressed with the set of rules they have. Having a forward field invasion against mortal wounds seems incredibly important. Um, yeah. Fuck yeah. Custodes. Yeah. I will say, for any Custodes fans that think that a four-up against mortal wounds is inconsequential, you haven't been paying attention to devastating wounds for the last, like, month as we've been Or, like, the game for the last them. two years in general. Yeah, yeah that like... rule's nuts. <laughs> Like, I don't know if you ever played, tried playing like Zornthropes into a Custodes player. It really sucked. Like, it I mean, stop it. Like, you know, <laughs> I was going to say, it's kind of fine. But it was for other reasons. Like, your Zornthropes are terrible. But anyway, um, no, I had the pleasure of playing against um, Emperor's Chosen Dreadnoughts. And it was like dumping out like 15 more wounds from a Malice Scepter and it taking like four. And I'm like, I really don't like this. No, yeah. no, you don't. No, I'm a big, big fan of the new rules. Um, Derek is the gentleman in the chat that I played on Saturday who ran, who ran very far away from me. Um, right, let's move on very quickly to show questions. We've got about half an hour. We're going to bust through the ones in the Discord and then we'll take what we can from the chat. Okay, Dan F asks, what's everyone's favorite faction and least favorite faction preview so far? Mm. We get this question every week now. We're going to get this question every week now. My favorite my favorite is one of the two armies that I'm likely to play, which is World Leaders or CSM. I was actually very happy with the two that I planned to play. That was cool. Love that. I'm really happy that the CSM one wasn't like on the third blood moon of the fourth month in the year of October. Reroll once to hit against Ultramarines on objectives. Um, which well, that is what does I would... sound like explaining cool chivalry. So. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, Thankfully, we didn't get that. Good job, design team, for making CSM and uh, World Leaders functional. Um, uh, least favorite? Probably Death Guard. It's probably not even particularly close. I'd be shocked if they put out another one that made me upset as Death Guard do. Um, Just to wait for GSC, baby. We can see how they ruined that army that's the addition. Nah, like, I, I have a sneaking suspicion they'll make GSC confusing but fine. And, like, confusing but fine is way better than, holy shit, I'm stuck with this for the entire time again. Okay. Yeah, it's a full rewrite again, and Death Guard got the same thing as before. Yeah, it's and you're just cool. like, what are we doing? Like, this army's not been good the entire... Like, they came out bad. Like, when they were the power creep, they were still shit. What are we doing? They played were like, real good on launch. No, they weren't. <laughs> they were fine. Yeah, that's real good for Death Guard, buddy. I need you to understand yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Fine is good. Oh. Anthony, you're uh, a chaos me, player now, sweetheart. You gotta adjust your standards. No. 
My standards are high, and Chaos will miss, will meet them or get left in the fucking rack cages. I'll go back real fast. That's right. We haven't had our Drukari preview yet. Anthony right. is yet to be disappointed. It's true. I'm yet to be mad. Yeah, yeah. too. Hey, Adam Camilleri. Nice to Hello. see you. Hello, uh, in terms of me, favorite faction and least favorite faction preview, uh, I'm going to agree. Death Guard faction preview just it 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 didn't excite me about the army in any way. Um, favorite faction review is preview is actually Votan um, because they realized that the token mechanic that they originally gave them was a terrible idea and have replaced it with something that feels significantly less bad. You weren't ready for them to get lethal hits five, lethal hits four, lethal hits. That's no, no, no. it's it's lethal five. hits, but a critical hit of. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm I'm actually really happy with how they did it. Um, the beam mechanic also just being gone is lovely because that thing made led to so many arguments and so many misunderstandings and just so many feels bads. I like that the Magnarail hits on fives. That shit's cool. Jeremy, do you know the only time I've ever been beamed in a in a Votan game is when you when you put a wound on your own man fortress by your um <laughs> with your own uh, tech ring. That's still the only that time up. any this is the only time anyone's ever resolved the beam hit against me was that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't wound my land fort, so I was you fine. did. You did one damage to it. Oh wow. wait, one. How do I do one damage with a beam? I don't know. It was it was the graviton on the tech on the your broke gear. Oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the only thing anyone's ever resolved a, an additional hit from a beam against. Oh, and it, it wasn't even on the pro here. It was, it was the assistant with yeah, his. It was his assistant's plasma car. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only time okay. I've ever been beamed. I, I thought for a second, I was like, no, because I have beamed my own forts. Because against Joe, that same event, I did beam one of my own forts intentionally. Hell yeah. yeah. Right. Um, as for myself, I think the most disappointing, like, Actual, I actually didn't much care for the Nids like rules stuff. Like the data sheets and stuff of that were really cool. I, Synapse and, and Shadow Lord were kind of boring mechanics, so I wasn't like stride for that. Um, but we had seen their detachment rules, which were super cool. But the actual faction rules article wasn't my favorite. Favorite one has definitely been Demons so far, though, because Bellacore and the faction rules both slap. I love the making your opponent punish for pass for failing battle shocks, giving you benefits for pass for passing battle shocks, and um. I really like the whole like the shadow of the warp mechanic, like the actual like getting cool stuff. That's what I wish like the demon the Terranid shadow warp mechanic was something that worked like that. Yeah. Um to represent more like the, the way it works in the lore. So broadly really enjoyed that mechanic. I thought it was really cool. Oh, excuse me. Are leaks a positive or negative influence on the competitive for a casing? Asks Sam. They are purely a positive thing. The only thing that they can be bad for is the larger company and people who have early access and insist that it is not a competitive advantage. They also, they're they're bad in like the content sense, right? Like it sucks for people who are putting a bunch of effort into. Oh, that part. Yeah. Blows actually. That's yeah, like a separate problem. Yeah. We're like, asking specifically for the competitive yeah. scene. Well, I think that the competitive scene. A lot of it is centered around that content and the competitive scene getting that stuff early and getting to you know be able to feedback reviews on that is dependent on yeah. leaks not existing. So for a the externalities of it are bad. And I'm not like we're all super like I wish index would fall off the back of a truck and stuff like that. I get it. It hurts people, it really does. But from a competitive integrity standpoint, like the sooner everybody has it, the more level playing field everybody's on. People are going to tournaments that are currently sitting with indexes, right? Like it's not going to be fair, yeah. but it's kind of the price you pay in order to have 
community access to playtesting resources and things like that. So yeah. there are positives and negatives. But like, I, I feel really bad for all the people who are prepping, like who are prepping like a like a really good tenth edition core rules breakdown, and the rules leak, and now like nobody's going to give a crap. Yeah, like because the sucks. content creators that aren't under NDAs are then just going to jump on it and be like, "Here's my video that covers all of this leak," and get out ahead of it, and they're the ones that get all of the coverage. Right. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah, you, really you get scammed for doing the right thing, which is yeah, trolling. it's it's real unfortunate. How much attention are you all paying to the AOS World Champs that are happening in the next week or two? I didn't know they were happening. Yeah, I'm not. Like, I vaguely, I see them on Twitter as they are happening. I will, I follow a bunch of, like, the captains and teams on that because it's kind of interesting. I will broadly pay attention. I will, you know, thumbs up to the winners, but Mm -hmm. not really. I know, um, like, Honest Wargamer doing a bunch of coverage for it. I will probably see it in my YouTube feed. I might click in and just, like, you know, watch, watch, like, 10 minutes here and there, but I'm not really following it. I don't really play OS, so. Right. Um, big big ups to the guys who are running it, though, the, the Dutch guys who run um, the Alliance events, um, and they're super super great watching guys. Nice. What new things can people expect from StatCheck to follow the release of 10th edition? There's a list. There's, there's a list. We have a, we have a whole planning section in the Discord. We are not quite ready to preview all of it yet. Um, but that should be coming in the next few weeks once we have yeah. a, lot, a couple of things more finalized. Um, yeah, uh, the biggest but thing is, of course, more. contingent on when stuff is made available because. Yeah, exactly. Because what matters? <laughs> we can only talk about what we've seen. <laughs> uh, will Cliff be on the show tonight? No, I don't know if you noticed, but. We, you'd have seen him by now. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Grant. <laughs> it's a weird question to ask us. Uh, Logan asked, "Is the rapidly growing popularity of Kill Team will that eventually be added to the dashboard with its own show? If somebody wants to pitch us a Kill Team show and do all of the work, then get it. We're get happy to there, give man. you guys a space. Yeah, we're happy to we're happy to hear you out on your pitch. Let's mm-hmm. go with that. Um, if you have a Kill Team show idea and you want to pitch it to us, we're not opposed to the idea. Drop okay. us a line." But uh, we're not doing it. I don't play Kill Team. No, none of us have the bandwidth for that. Ines, Art of War recently referred to in their episode title as Best Player in Scotland. Um, first of all, oh yeah, I was on an Art of War episode. You should go check it out. It was about my Iron Hands game at Warhammer Fest and also um, like about my general like history with 40k and how I play. It's a super great episode. You should go and listen to it. Um, is it the honor to be a best player in the country with the GDP slightly below Kansas? Or would you rather be known as one of, if not the best player in the world? To be clear, I think you're the latter as well. Uh, first of all, that's very kind. Thank you very much. I'm definitely not the best player in the world, but you know, but I you are one that. of. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, I don't mind being called the best player in Scotland because I treat being Scottish as a big part of my competitive 4K identity. I am first and foremost, above everything else, part of Team Scotland. It's what I care about the most. Um, so no, I don't at all mind being called the best player in Scotland. It was one of the best players in the world because, you know, I like it better. Uh, another kill team question sorry we don't know about kill team why is rapid ingress the way it is dude if you can find out let me know because I really want to play GSC and rapid ingress is there to lovingly caress me all the way to continue maintaining that 93% win rate yeah (sighs) 40k is a strange game for strange people played by created by strange games designers. 
Fall it is. It, it's definitely an interesting interaction. I'll give it that. It's no, definitely it going to ruin a lot of games for people. That's a that's a very optimistic view that it will be interesting. I oh, think yeah. instead, what will happen is it will end a lot of games immediately. No, they'll just go that, for the gambit when it happens. In a way that feels very similar to a gotcha that your opponent will not really have a clear, congruent way to play around without you disabling using the thing. Yeah, I expect it to go to two CP eventually. I expect it's going to. I, I put money on it going to two CP and once per game within three months. So yeah, I think the once per game is how you stop it. Like I think two, you're again happy to. It, yeah, I would spend if you had a strat that said two CP win. Actually, that's a good different point that I think they could print that stratagem <laughs> and people would still go. I don't know, it's man. Too expensive. It's expensive. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. If I'm gonna have. What am I gonna have? Two CP, bro. And I mean, yeah. what if someone vexes it? Sure. Then it costs three CP the next time I use it that game. Yeah, it's only players who can pick playing it wasn't free with Trajan. It's true. <laughs> you expect me to play a whole turn cycle before I have two CP to spend on that? Oh. Disgusting. In this yeah. CP economy. Um, uh, that's that's so I don't know. That's so ninja. What's your MBTI? No idea. All right, that's a ninja. I'm gonna call you out right now. Um, we have a rule on the Discord. Your Discord tag needs to include at least part of your first name. Yeah, just, just if his name is that son or ninja, you're gonna look so grand. Uh, I know. I will have pulled a grant. Yeah, pulling a grant. Let's not make in jokes. People I don't understand any of our jokes. If you want to know our understand our jokes, patreon.com/slash that That's right. <laughs> if the rumors of the mercenary book are true, what would you want to see featured in it other than crew? Zolts, hundred percent crud. That's put it never in, read a lore book in his life. Put it in the bin. That's not a real thing. I would like to see somehow Votan are just in that book with all grudge tokens. <laughs> Votan mercenaries. Yeah. You got like one squad of them with all rules. You can just bring one unit from like any previous edition and just like transport it to Tech Night Ed. It's one thing. Yeah. Mantha's like flawless host disco lord. <laughs> Please. Crusher Stampede Tyrant. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can mercenary in one one thing from previous rule set. Decan double decan in seventh edition Wraith Knight. I'm taking it every list. Uh, <laughs> Malefic Lord. For you know, spending thirty points on your, you can do so much better. Yeah, but I get everything associated with him. Eight for yeah. carries. Go big and go, go bigger. Go home. Uh, Hydar, I fully expect that at first gambits will be included in tournaments. I'm hopeful that they're not, but I'm confident that they will. They will be, and they will not be a problem. Chill. It'll be fine. Uh, what changes are coming to StatCheck for 10th that you guys are excited to talk about? I don't know about changes. We have things, but changes, we're broadly pretty happy with the way we do things. We're going to be adding things, updating things, and modernizing things, but we're kind of staying the way we are. People, We seem to we like what we're yeah. doing, and we seem to be doing all right. So, From the stat side of thing, I can say that we've been talking in the background. Two of the things they're going to be adding to the dashboard and also just our tracking uh, is going to be country so that you can break it down by where you're playing uh, as well as by as well as terrain. So I'm going to put this call out here and I'm going to make a, a few more calls out over the next couple months as we move towards start introducing this players and TOs. Please talk to your t your fellow TOs. Please talk to your TOs and make sure that they put the terrain rules in the player pack and linked in the BCP page. 
because that's the only way that we're going to be reliably be able to record that. And if also you... do something like putting a channel in Discord with like terrain from tournament and just like post a list of the tournaments and then we can be like, hey, if you were at this, let us know what the terrain is. Yeah, no, we're, we're gonna we're gonna be doing things like that as well. But it's one of these things where like if it's already in there, it makes things a lot easier. Um, because we want to be able to lean into that. It's a, one of the questions that I've gotten, it's probably the second most asked question over the last year where people are like, hey, do we have a terrain filter? And the, the reality... You guys check lists. <laughs> Yo, for real, that yeah. do checklist one is fucking... I read them. I don't, re I don't record them. Yeah. Okay. Um... Probably speaking, how are your WC teams prepping for the short time between the addition change and the tournament? manically yeah not I in ways that are healthy or good yeah yeah um, we're gonna have an incredibly unhealthy relationship with 4k for five to eight weeks and then we're gonna stop playing until lgt like you know like everybody does as you i'm gonna come back and play at a major <laughs> okay i don't well, think you're not playing at wdc so you know i don't think i have yet. anything between wdc and lgt i fucking hope not I'm pretty sure I'm running a tournament between the two, but that's fine. That's not I think the hard. closest I get is the tournament that I'm going... I mean, the tournament, the concert that I'm going to the weekend before LGT. Uh, yeah. Well, that's that's going to be gaming for different reasons. I'm flying in on, like, the Friday... Like, I leave the Friday night New York time, and the concert is Saturday night. So, like, I land in England in the morning, and I'm like, all right, let's go to a metal show tonight! <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can also say from, like the WCC team prep perspective, uh, I'm having my boys play some Tempest because it seems to be inspiring what the GTs are going to, GT packs are going to look like. And it's also really funny to see competitive players that have gotten extremely used to the GT pack trying to write lists for Tempest. No. I am broadly, like, as letting my guys have a bit of a break just now because I understand that we're going to be going flat out and it's nice, nice to have a time to, like, see your family occasionally and you know do yeah. these things before i commit them to six weekends of intense torture so yeah our boys are chilling because we're doing a lot of like people fly to the northeast to practice for intensive weekends this year so yeah. makes sense um over top of like the tts and the this and the that and the i basically expect people to have hands on deck seven days a week from go time to stop time so yeah. from whenever in like, june we get those rules I on a prep in for like the things we're going to do once 10 starts we're now in the wait till that stuff has to happen right. holding power right no. uh nathan are you nathan's not here sorry <laughs> what in the hell is hashtag we don't know we don't know is a channel in our discord and we don't know it just showed up one day it Jeremy was definitely Curry. minimally inspired by my fury at being told that we don't have the full picture every time I would point out that a thing looked problematic. Um, to be fair, we don't know that it's problematic. Like, the channel might still might be okay. The we channel might be fine. It might have spawned from that incident where I briefly lost my shit. It might not it, have. We it, don't really it, know. It definitely spawned from that incident. Yeah. That, I definitely had that to update the permissions on it, like, six times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, to allow people to, like, send messages, see past messages, you know, to core temp but now it's probably devolved into a second shit posting channel um yep. along with and rumors, for rumors, rumors, for boomers, rumors for doomers and beans and bears which are also shit posting channels right now <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Beans and Bears is some old, old stat check lore as well. I don't know if anybody, I wonder if anybody who joins it now who yeah, has like that the is the knows more than they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. That is the old magic right there. I would have stayed longer, Hydar, but I have to get Anna back to her new teaching job eventually. So, yeah, that sounds false. Yeah. Uh, and how much are the crew looking forward to Indirect being too strong for another edition? Oh, fuck, man, please, why? <laughs> I am desperately hoping that they change it from minus one to hit to minus one ballistic skill. Pretty quickly. Does that even matter? Is that enough? It yeah, because it, it means that it's not countered by heavy. I guess. I don't know. Does dense not just, like, dense not existing? Fucking. Dense not existing. I also exi- like, how long do they just add dense back? Yeah. yeah. Um, so the changes that I would like to see to indirect is indirect weapons should never ignore cover. Yep. Indirect weapons should worsen the ballistic skill. So that way, if you're shooting at something, it also has stealth. You actually take a double penalty. Right. And I think at that point, it's very hard for indirect to be oppressive. I think indirect uh, should also just like never be able to access things like dev wounds, lethal hits. It shouldn't. Just, like, any of those keywords think, just shouldn't I, work. I think it shouldn't ignore cover and it should give you plus one to your save. It should basically be the current buff. Yeah. yeah, it should change to be the way it is in tenth in ninth edition for tenth rather than. Although benefit of cover is fine because of the new the well. Mm. No, I want plus no, one to my save and the benefit of cover. Yeah. Fuck your I, I think broadly, I, I, I think also we should just say like indirect weapons can use the indirect weapon key- keyword or all their other keywords, never both. Yeah, my that concern would is save stacking, but I guess that since we're looking to just kill indirect, that makes sense. Yeah, I think indirect should just be bad. Like. <laughs> What's what's the thing I always say, Anthony? If you can't, can't be, if you can't be balanced, you get to be bad. Yeah, that's true. No, it's a privilege. It's you get to be bad. You can't be balanced. <laughs> so instead of getting fucking legends, you get to be bad instead. Yeah. Okay, All right. Hydar says that flyers are back and that their limit is gone. That seems terrifying, but I guess we'll make that a it, start off. I mean, it problem. depends what the core rules around around aircraft are. Yeah, they could so be restricting like enough. Yeah. There are no good <laughs> we don't here. know. Yeah. It's like if the aircraft rules were never good, aircraft like if aircraft were never pointed back poorly, they would never have been a problem. Yeah. Like if every aircraft was just shit, we could have kept the old aircraft rules. But as always, guys, always remember, we don't know. That's true. All right, that is the exhaustion of our disc regression. So if anybody in the more. chat has any questions they want to burn through us first quickly. I, I have a feeling that we should at least give Cultus Chance a question. Um because no, I think I think it's funnier to ignore it because he put it in the wrong one. Uh, no, he put it in the right one afterwards. No, he really? didn't. No, he put it in show question discussions. Oh. <laughs> Eric, buddy, we're trying to help you. Eric did miss that a few times. All right. I, let, let's be nice this one time. And then after that, Eric put it in the specific, the, the specific the dated show questions. Yeah. Uh, for each host, what was the best and worst new idea, trend, rule, concept ninth brought about? Best is probably just like the willingness to balance things, yeah. like balance data slates. Data like slates. The best thing that came out of Like we had chapter proved. Chapter proved were bad before. They are good now. Oh, yeah, uh, I chapter also, proved were annual. Yeah, and they often annual, didn't address like the fundamental month, issues with our like six month lead times as well. Yeah, um, which meant that they were just like they were not good because they were print publications. Uh, moving away from like points being points being digital is an incredible uh, like as far as like a rule of mechanic kind of thing goes um i think like the the core the core rules updates like the kite game with those were great um i broadly liked some of the like the the ways they tried implementing like 
starter power and stuff versus just starter command phase stuff again that they kind of took out from because we had a bunch of that starter phase edition like litanies used to be starter power around they moved into command phase and then they brought some back which was kind of nice so being able to do you know things like fate dice and start power if they were like start of turn it would have been kind of weird which is why like i always think thought katas were weird for that because katas are start of turn rather than back around like it feels like if your custodian is going to be dancing they can dance from turn one yeah but you know put them in the corner or whatever um so yeah, I think that's probably been some of the better things. The, the worst things is probably like I just don't enjoy D three plus three damage just as a mechanic. I don't. I think proliferation was a big problem with how lethal the game got very quickly. Is that you suddenly just like all these random damage weapons that used to be you know somewhere between one and six. And yeah, sure there was feels bad with that, but you could alleviate that in other ways. Just suddenly became like dark lances were the first indicator of that. Just became you know incredibly consistent kill of kill a model, which yeah. I always found a little awkward. I see. I like that way more than the renew proliferation of D6 plus two, which is like, I like that. the floor is one lower, but the ceiling. Oh, yeah, I, the ceiling. I don't like these. I, I, I hated D6 plus two on dark, on heat lances on Talos and Raiders and stuff like that. So I think yeah. D6 plus one is fine. I prefer D6 min three. Um, D6 min three is probably the right way to do it, right? Yeah. yeah I would honestly rather D6 min two, but whatever, I get it. Yeah, you know, so, some some way of making sure that you don't roll a one on your last cannon because that always felt terrible. Two D three, two D three would have been fine. The two D three is beautiful. Um, so for me, um, I'll agree. Data Slates was the best thing that GW did. Uh, it showed a willingness, and throughout the edition, they changed how they did Data Slates to like they went from like little tweaks here and there to rule rewrite because this doesn't work. Um, and cor- like their experiment with Armor of Contempt was frankly quite interesting um it was pretty fun and then uh the thing that i hated the most was the arms race between wound gates and ignoring wounds mechanics that per that proliferated in the second half of the edition where it was yeah i can only take three wounds of phase oh but i ignore that and by the way this faq now says i also ignore minus one damage yeah yeah, I was so glad they killed Reaper the same minute they killed Dirt. It's the same one that that happened. I would have been, because imagine if I'd had both, like for like a week. Be gone. <laughs> for like what, one week. One week would have been all I wanted. Because let me throw nope. like a GT with. Nope. It would have been so good. <sighs> Anthony? I don't know. Um. I'm not, I can't think of anything offhand where I was like, oh yeah, that was really cool once we started doing this. Um, I think I didn't really like the interaction of like the turning off the other person's shit. Like once that started, I was like, oh, like the like, re-rolls. yeah, turn off rerolls plus a transhuman or like the turn off rerolls, like. Or yeah, like that stuff where it's ignore like nice rules, idiot. No, yeah, uh, ignore invulns, turn off, feel no pains, like all that stuff was just like, what are we doing? Stop! Um, I just really don't like the like like five year olds playing a game of imaginary so like imaginary swords or whatever with each other where it's like my thing kills your thing. It's like well my thing kills your thing. It's like well yeah, my thing doesn't break to your thing that kills my yeah. thing. It's like. Invulnerable saves into ignore invulnerable saves into demon saves was definitely the funniest. Yeah, that was that was the worst part for me. Um, like, I think demon saves was a cool mechanic. I just don't think ignore invulnerable should have been a thing in the first place, other than like 
three things in the game. Like, yeah. it should have been, like, Drago's sword into demons, and, like, the Calidus and the Catan, and that would have been fine. Yeah. yeah, the thing they did the best was probably, like, army flavor. Most armies played at least, like, very close to or Courteous felt like people. the thing that I assumed they would play like. Um, the only one that they completely failed that for. I think GSC is right. I think people just expected them to be a melee army when what actually is happening is you're driving through an American poor neighborhood and getting shot up for free from I mean, folks who didn't know were there. Called Gene Stealer cultists. Yeah. Gene Stealer is half the name. Yeah, be... the Gene Stealers were stealing your genes. The Gene Stealers were good. The cult part was happening too, though. Um, cults are all about like ritual sacrifice with knives and stuff. Haven't you like seen any documentaries? Or any? Nah, you've clearly not seen enough American cults, bro. We worship the bullet over here. Um, the yeah, like I don't know. There's there were some armies that definitely ate it to that. There were some armies that did like broadly though. I think they did a good job with that. At least any army Death that so thematic, terrible yeah. at everything. Yeah, they were awful. That was right. And some people were happy to play them anyway, which is what being Nurgle's like. Imagine looking at the Chaos Pantheon and being like, I want to be the fat one that smells. You deserve the suffering you got. I, mean, I already do players. that. When I do that in game, like. No need to double up. Right. Shall we finish up on that? Let's. Let's. Thank you so much, everybody, for being with us again for another episode of Stat Check. This has been episode 45 of the Tenth Commandments. I'm Ennis. This has been Jeremy and Anthony. If you'd like to support us a little bit, please do remember to do all the social things, like hitting the buttons that I told you about earlier. Or if you want to support us a little bit more and you're in a position to, please check out patreon.com slash statcheck. Or if you're more, more interested, check out the coaching for myself and Typhus. We would love to have you. We'd love to hear from you. Best of luck to everybody with any events throughout this weekend. Um, wish me luck at my Tempest War DT if we're going to find out if the Twisted Helix can do it. Um, or if Chris's Grey Knights will take me down. Because he's bringing two Dread Knights at 1250. What a monster. Uh, Not bringing three? How does it I know, right? That, well, he wanted his. He has five differently loaded out Paladins that he wanted to use as if they were like, um, like a thematic kill team. So I gave him shit for that. Uh, but no, uh, Nathan is not here. So Anthony, do you want to do the the, the outro bit? And just say bye bye. Uh, no, no, I don't actually. Uh, I don't have a fun thing to go out on though. Direct. Uh, I don't know what to direct my hate at this week. Fuck. We're gonna make this a new thing. Anthony's thing he hates of the week. God, yeah. Uh, fuck cantaloupe and honeydew melon. What's a cantaloupe? For more shows like this, check out the Goonhammer Media Network. More info at media.goonhammer.com.